Guardian Unlimited. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Many Questions, the panel show that is a small miracle of satire. Here is your host, the small miracle of satire, Lucy Porter. Hello there, I'm John Reed. Welcome to Many Questions. For the next half hour or so, the panel will take questions from the studio audience. They have absolutely no idea what they're going to be asked, or in fact what's been in the news. They've spent the whole week watching cyber porn, eating Big Macs, whilst out of their head on cheap lager. <laughs> yes, this is question time for the truly British. <laughs> so, Dickens World opened this week. It covers a four-acre site in Chatham. Do you know about Dickens World? Have you heard about this? It's basically it's a real theme park, Dickens World. And it covers a four-acre site in Chatham in Kent. According to the owners, visitors will be able to experience the sights, sounds and smells of a bygone age. Although, then again, that is true of most of Kent, isn't it, if we're honest? Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry if there's anyone in, but it's not the Garden of England. It's a shithole. Anyway, um, <laughs> these are some of the genuine attractions at Dickens World include these ones. There's Europe's largest themed dark boat ride. <laughs> I presume the Goethe Institute are livid. Fuck <laughs> it. Well, there's enough of us. I think two minibuses, and we could probably be there. Totally. Are you off going to Dickens World? Yeah. <laughs> I've always thought the main problem with boats was they were too bright. That's, <laughs> yeah. that. That's always been the downside for me. Like, <laughs> this is brilliant, but I can see everything. That's <laughs> true. Boat, boats always have like positive, like emotional names. Every ferry is always called the pride of somewhere, the pride of Dover, the pride... What, the shame of Hull. <laughs> That'd be the, the Brighton's point. apology. Yeah. <laughs> it's for Dickens World. Are, the posters have kind of got sort of evil characters skulking in the shadows. Like yeah, but the posters you. that I saw for it, it's a Dickens World that's got the evil, post, the evil people skulking in the shadows and there's a guy around the corner like that with like toothless hags. And then the advert flicked up and it said, do you want to be a special constable? And it was the same kind of colour as... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, how times have changed oh, since Dickensian London, yeah. It's such a horrible idea, isn't it? It's like a rapping vicar. It's like that same kind of idea. Like, what do kids like? I know, the rap. <laughs> this will get them into Jesus. <laughs> it's just got that same kind of vibe, hasn't it? Let's make Dickens accessible to the kids. Well, in fact, because one of the other attractions in Dickens World is Fagin's children's play area. <laughs> it's, just, it's in slightly poor taste. That is, I know. Warning, you are operating in this area. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the question I was going to ask to just introduce our panel is, Dickens World is open. And I was thinking, what other literary theme parks would you like to see? Wendy Wason, what literary theme park would you like to see opened? I would like to see um, Irvin Welsh land <laughs> open, <laughs> being from Edinburgh. <laughs> and listen to all the comics talking about Edinburgh, actually, and going, oh, it's such a quaint, arty place. Because there are sections of Edinburgh that aren't quaint and arty. Well, you don't just get shortbread no. and ghost tours. <laughs> well, well, confuse <laughs> Americans if you have a place in Scotland called Welshland. <laughs> Urban <laughs> Welshland. <laughs> Johnny Camden, what theme park would you like to see? Oh, uh, I'd like to see Chicklet Land. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> You're a big fan of Chicklet. I think it'd be great because you just you could wait there for the man to open it up in the morning, but it was never the right man. And then <laughs> eventually the right man comes along and you just have sex with him. <laughs> There's no entrance fee, you just have to fuck the guy and he lets you in. But, um, yeah, there I think... are other theme parks like that. Just yeah, I know. All the the waltzes. The <laughs> <laughs> I used to scream if I wanted to go fast. I really did. Nick Doody, what theme park would you like to see? <laughs> 
Literary theme park. Literary theme park, preferably. Um, Stephen Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> You'd ride in on a rabid dog and then someone menstruates on you and then hey? you set oh. fire to and a haunted car kills you. <laughs> and then you have your feet and, and, broken. And, and, and then gradually the rides become less believable and more desperate. <laughs> and you start to work. Am I, am I in Dinar Kuntzville by an accident? <laughs> are, you, are we still not in Chiclet World? <laughs> Matt Kirshen, what, what literary theme park would you like to see? I don't know. I think, I think they should have loads of them and then start getting kind of theme park fan fiction where they start kind of... Someone starts writing stories in which two other theme parks kind of have sex together, <laughs> as imagined by a 50-year-old virgin who lives with his mum. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thor Park and Blackpool Pleasure Beach have a fight and then kind of grapple to the ground and then totally start doing it. <laughs> and then Epcot wanders in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd quite like to see... My only one that I thought about was Wet n' Wild, which is basically Oscar Wilde... Which would be just it's loads of you know exciting flume rides and stuff, and it's just loads of men in very skimpy briefs smoking (laughs) lots of cigarettes, lounging, yeah, with foppish hair, (laughs) reclining. Oh, there's Barbara Cartland. (laughs) (laughs) We already have that. It's called World of Leather. (laughs) (laughs) Please welcome the panel: Wendy, Nick, Matt, and Johnny. OK, let's start off with a lovely question from one of our audience members. Who'd like to ask the first question? What's your name, sir? It's Mike. Where yeah. are you from, Mike? I'm from Preston. You don't sound northern, <laughs> but it's, it's nice for the Guardian. They like people to I be can, from the north, so that's good. I can sound northern if you like. Do you want me to sound northern? Could like? you be as northern as you possibly can? That'd be great. OK. <laughs> so... <laughs> that's brilliant work. Well done. Apparently, like, the, the police are going to get greater powers to stop people... And ask them where they're going. Does the panel approve? The, the people of Preston are concerned about, <laughs> uh, particularly, we know what they're like in Preston. I like the fact it was called in the papers, that were, actually it was on the radio today, I was listening to Radio 4, and it said that it's, um, the police are being uh, issued with new powers to stop and quiz. <laughs> that sounds all right. That sounds Doesn't like, it? Like, as, long, as, long as, yeah, as long as you go out with a mate who knows about sports. And <laughs> yeah. Knows about, you know. yeah, you do geography, Nick. You've got to come up with that one friend who you don't really like, but he knows all the champagne sizes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit gropey, but he knows his flags. <laughs> what exactly is it that they're going to find on someone? What are they going to discuss? If you just looking a little bit nervous somewhere in public. You could be on a blind date and you just get arrested for being a terrorist, maybe. It's a sort of quiz. Who are you going to meet? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I have a description of the man I'm here to (laughs) rendezvous with. Please just twist your arm behind your back and go, if you were a fruit, what kind of fruit would you be? (laughs) a bit homophobic. (laughs) I like that idea. Just the police being able to ask you where you're going and just, you know, maybe just giving you some lifestyle advice if you go, oh, I'm going to Dickens World. Oh. <laughs> 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 really not a good move. Do you think more special powers for the police, Nick? It depends what you mean by special powers. <laughs> I, I read a lot of comic books. <laughs> yeah, if, if that's what they mean. <laughs> if they mean police who can totally see through clothing... Maybe not. I joined the police. But yeah, <laughs> that would be great. No, it's just it's it's just shite. The police can all 
the, the, the deal is with what they're suggesting is that there won't have to be evidence of any crime being committed. Mm. And the idea being that this will help combat terrorism. But almost certain... I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I think terrorism is already a crime. <laughs> so if, if any question they can ask you will help stop terrorism, then they surely can already do that. Yeah, but that depends on them going, excuse me, where are you going? And they go, to plant this bomb. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, it, and that'll it, now be illegal. I've <laughs> <laughs> got to take the fun out of everything. It's like, so, yeah, whereas you could previously in, just say, I've got this bomb. in tube stations without any proof at all, that's totally illegal now, is it? Apparently. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. Well, you see if they'd been able to stop and quiz Menendez. <laughs> they been all right. Maybe they could have stopped each other <laughs> under these new laws. <laughs> I'm going to stop you on suspicion of shooting an innocent man. Yeah. That's what they, they were hidebound by fucking human rights laws yeah. not able to stop themselves they... due to Europe. <laughs> has, anyone, has anyone actually been stopped and quizzed by the police as it is? I have. <laughs> the Irishman, Kelsey Freeze. Mm. Yeah, I was, I was, I was coming out of the Hen and Chickens pub in um, Highbury and Islington. They wanted to know if I had any drugs, and all the only reason was because I was, I think, it was because I was wearing a lot of denim and wearing Converse trainers and was was wanking. I was like really drunk. I suspect well, you've been from the eighties. Yeah, I thought you said wanking. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, yeah, but I was just going home. <laughs> I don't remember uh, Bewitched. Who's <laughs> I was singing Sailor V at the top of my voice, but um, well remembered. You are on my pub quiz team now. Yeah, Bewitched. If the if the police stopped and quizzed you and said, "What songs did Bewitched sing?" That's Sailor V. Yeah. Um, and the other one. And the other one. Yeah. What was Does anybody know what Bewitched's other song was? Blame it on the weatherman. Oh! High five! Blame it on the weatherman. Just for those of you who are listening, that man just got the most massive high five and he deserved it. <laughs> he totally did. Are you a bewitched fan? Okay. Just gay enough. Let's ask the Clearly police. just gay enough. Ask the police. <laughs> <laughs> That's a police question. <laughs> Where are you going and how gay are you? As <laughs> <laughs> you should be saying, that we have we are under more surveillance than we ever have been because we're having, again this week they said that we're going to have electricity and gas monitors in our homes. And there's also wheelie, the wheelie bin chip. Which is, I, I kind of think, because you know they're also trying to reintroduce nuclear power and there's all this surveillance. I was kind of thinking, it is Britain is becoming a little bit like a Bond villain's lair, isn't it? It's just sort of nuclear powered, we're being watched all the time. And, you know, it's that sort of, do you expect me to talk, Mr. Goldfinger? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to turn off your lights, compost your vegetables, and put a brick in your toilet. Um, <laughs> but do you think, I mean, the things, do you think we're sort of under a sinister level of surveillance now? Where, where in the toilet do you put the brick? <laughs> it's in, in the system. <laughs> oh, okay. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saying... just ate a brick <laughs> and let nature take its course. <laughs> Wheelie bins with microchips in them are one dangerous step towards Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> they are like low rent Daleks, basically, yeah. aren't they? The chips in wheelie bins are basically to, they weigh your rubbish, don't they? So it's mm. to gauge how so much. So well, rather than having low calorie meals, you're going to have low calorie packaging. So you can chuck it away, but it's really light. <laughs> Get away with it. Could so you kind of make a profit by throwing away helium balloons? <laughs> 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 your rubbish costs minus a hundred pounds, <laughs> but you have to pay for your bin that's floating away across the hilltop. Plus, you lose it in the fun of squeaky voices. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, I could never throw away a helium balloon. <laughs> the terrifying thing is, though, with the way that you look, Matt. Without you know, I think it's fair to say that you do look. Childly, childlike, really. This and the idea of you taking helium, it's just that's 
just paedophile dream, isn't it? Because <laughs> <laughs> you think what turns them on is the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Package, there were no there. paedophiles before talkies came in. <laughs> <laughs> the old silent pedo films with a little speech card. No, no wonder the police in those films are so hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was a paedophile. He was. He had yeah. sex with a 15 year old girl. That's, that's, not, not, that's pedophile. not paedophilia. You're oh, look at them trying to justify themselves. What have you been up to, gents? There's a massive difference between statutory rape and paedophilia. I had sex with a 15 year old when I was 15. But right. I mean, what, what? Do you see how it all went quiet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it illegal for a 15 year old to have sex with another 15 year old? Yeah. Is, is it? it? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Well, this is 20 years ago, like. Do both of them it get in trouble? Do. It depends when. You're well, still going to get lo- stopped law was twist. No. <laughs> no, the thing I was going to say about the weedy bin chitch, right, is I just think it is, it's a bit intrusive if, if people looking at the contents of your bin because I was thinking it's like the National Enquirer used to do it and the papers used to do that sort of thing where they go through celebrities' bins. The worst one was um, Britney Spears where they, the chambermaid went into her bin and got her pregnancy test out Ugh. and then put it on eBay. Oh, God. Which is just disgusting, isn't it? Just disgusting it's on used. Yeah. <laughs> so what's and the disgusting part? The selling of it or the actual kit? Oh, hang on, sorry. It's actually that's the pregnancy test that she's used rather than Britney Spears' pregnancy <laughs> test. <laughs> a new line of cosmetics. <laughs> like the George Foreman Pharmaceutical grill. equipment. <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be born to make you happy. <laughs> or sad, depending on... I get my pregnancy you. test things with my children... That's horrible. Why? Because it's your wee. (laughs) Honestly, you've kept your wee. I keep my wee and I'm not in To show them when they're older. (laughs) You're going to show them to them when they're older? I don't know. I thought it was... It's quite quite a momentous thing when it suddenly appears and you go, oh my goodness, I'm having a baby. Yeah, that is... It might be urine to you, but to me it's life. (laughs) (laughs) It's sweet and it's disgusting at the same time. (laughs) Like wee itself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) More so if you're diabetic. (laughs) (laughs) feel a bit sick yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> no it wasn't you it was i think it was matt i'm not quite sure who. Yeah. let's blame him and his cheeky face <laughs> let's blame the child <laughs> you evil little asbo team okay, how old are you i always forget how old you're 27 oh it's just such a tragedy <laughs> <laughs> we take another question from the audience i think hello brown headband what's your name it's andy Hello, Andy, where are you from? Swansea. Brilliant. I don't care if you're not, but you're doing a brilliant job. <laughs> Excellent. So all the way from Welsh Wales, Andy, what's your question, please? It's, um, what do you think of Ruth Kelly's hips? <laughs> what do you think of Ruth Kelly's hips? Very nicely put. Um, Ruth Kelly's hips, home information packs. It's, uh, they've given it an extension, which is quite a nice thing for, a, for the home improvement thing to have an extension. <laughs> I just think that was quite a sweet... It got some potted ferns in the conservatory. <laughs> Lovely. Let's do a quick straw poll of the panel. Who here owns a property? Matt? I, I don't... Oh. Well, like anyone will sell house. you a house. <laughs> Wendy house. Yeah, it's at the end of the garden. Right, it's all mine. <laughs> Nick and I live in the same that, that shed yours. house. That's you... for tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> tomatoes and fun. <laughs> I can imagine you having a shed, Nick. Yeah, but Matt won't get out of it. <laughs> shed and fun. <laughs> and a so swing. You, you two share a house. 
No, I mean, it's, it's not like that. You know, there's, there's other men involved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes someone will say, God, this room's like a sauna. <laughs> in our house, that means there's a lot of men in towels. <laughs> <laughs> but do the people who, like, who, who don't own, do you find when people talk about property like that that you just, your eyes just glaze over? <laughs> that whole London sort of home information packs. Like, for a while, I thought, that sounds good. If they can give me something that tells me what the fuck people are talking about, <laughs> and they start mentioning house prices and equity and and kind of more like interest-only mortgages, which I didn't realise. Somebody said recently, but interest-only mortgage means that you never actually own. No. no, it's not. It's not a hobby, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Just an interest in a mortgage. I've got an interest in houses. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of was astonished by that, that people are sort of technically buying a house, but you're not actually buying anything. You're it's just like buying a house on the never, 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 never. That sounds a lot like renting It is to a lot me. like renting, but there's a chance of a profit at the end of it. But on the other hand, if things break, you have to fix them yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just well, find yeah, out the landlord goes, someone's just shat in the bathroom. <laughs> That's <again>. cool. <laughs> <laughs> that says so much about the house that they share, doesn't it? Yeah. Really, it does. <laughs> I, I figured it's what equity was. It's towels <laughs> to know where the tomatoes are meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> Someone came round to our house the other day selling his own art door-to-door, and he had this whole pitch, and the excuse I gave to get him to go away was... I'm sorry, I don't think our house is yet ready for art. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't your house have, like, a broken toilet for about a year? (laughs) And then it got fixed, and then it got broken at the next party. (laughs) Art or hygiene. (laughs) There is another toilet. I mean, like, we're just shitting in bags and throwing it out the window. (laughs) That's that's misleading. Like, I I had a broken toilet for about three months, (laughs) and then for about... 10 or 11 months after that, we had an indoor garden. Oh. <laughs> Mushroom patch, okay. call it what you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's squalid. I figured out what equity in houses was pretty quickly when my mum talked about... My mum paid off her house and talked about how she was going to take some equity out and go on a cruise. No, 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 keep it in there. I need some kind of inheritance. What are you doing, women? Yeah. Well, so she can basically... She can kind of, like, She's remortgage... She's paid off her house, right? So okay. she can take a loan out on the house... And spend the money that I have been, you know, being nice to her for years <laughs> in the hope of receiving when she goes. When she goes. Yeah, we, it's going to happen. Sorry to bring it to you. <laughs> I'm just, love it. I'm I just like hoping I'm quite zim when it does. People can't say die when she walks off up that rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going on no rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> But now, if you get... Because if you die and then you're... Sorry, and this is it's taking a morbid term, but cause if you die and you owe money on your house, then your kids have to pay it, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's a fucker for a six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's only four. And he works all the hours God says. <laughs> We're hoping for a bird's-eye commercial. <laughs> you plucked his eye out, didn't you? Ha-ha, <laughs> Captain. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that one, sorry. <laughs> Shall we go for another question from our lovely audience members? Shall we go to Blondie now? He was so keen before. Hi, I'm Watching Jacob. Him. Hello, Hi. Jacob. Hi. Where are you from, Jacob? Uh, Brixton, but originally Folkestone, and they're <gasps> right about Kent being shit. Oh, thank you, because um, <laughs> I thought we were going to get complaints from Kent, but that's good, so you've actually, <laughs> no, now no, they're no, going to hate no, you more than us. so shit that it's worth moving to Brixton. <laughs> <laughs> Rip Brixton is fantastic. I won't hear a word said against it. And what's your question, please, Jacob? Um... Well, uh, this this week, John Reed threatened to uh, declare a state of emergency and suspend <laughs> civil liberties because the courts didn't do what he wanted them to. Um, do you think this is a good idea? 
<laughs> I think we're all going to say yes, Jacob. I'll save your time there. I think, yeah, we're all in favour of state intervention. John Reed is like... You know when they talk about how when he used to drink, what a sort of crazy firebrand he was? And then you just go, I'm not sure that I wouldn't have preferred him when he was drinking, to be quite Jesus. honest. He's, he used to drink. Oh, yeah, he used to be. Oh, no, I think, he just, you know just, just takes the bit of Stella that makes you evil <laughs> and yeah. doesn't have the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He isn't evil. I'm sorry, the man's a fucking evil. He's the kind of <laughs> ruthless fuck for whom mercy is just a word he's ever, only ever heard begged from waist height. He's, just, he's often chewing people's ears as he wanders into the house and comes. I, I fucking hate him so much. He's a thug. I love him. But apart Sorry, from who that, are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if someone could just defend John Reed. Yeah, I think John Reed's fluffy and cuddly. I think he would be what would be the product of a puppy and an angel having a baby. <laughs> That's what he's like. That's the other kind of film that Johnny makes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like a state of emergency because it always conjures up um, images of people actually panicking. So, I mean, if you've got to go to the shops and there's been a state of emergency declared, you've got to run down the street screaming, buy your milk, and then run home screaming. And, you know, so if you go outside, you have to... You do to everything look, with a sense like, of urgency. Everything's like I a complete I just thought that a state of yeah. emergency would work in Britain because there's more of a state of apathy. We'd be like, there's a state of emergency. I can't be far. <laughs> <laughs> it's a state of emergency. All your stairs are being replaced by poles. <laughs> D- Polish. You're looking for the swing park and everything. <laughs> panic buying and panic sleeping. Panic brushing your teeth. Well, there is that. I mean, the last thing, when, you know, when genuine emergencies happen or when, you know, people sort of suspect that the bomb's going to go off or the plane's going to crash, they do have sex with each other. So I'd quite like that aspect. <laughs> we do that anyway. But that <laughs> is what we do in this country. That's a state of Friday night, happen. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Anything, like, you know, ramp up the state of emergency in most people's... In other countries, you know, they build shelters and they, we just drink more and have sex with each other. And 7-7, seven, seven, the number of people who got texts from their ex... Fancy one last, you know. Yeah, we might all die tomorrow. Let's have yeah. it off. How many exes did you text? <laughs> Put, my, my phone was confiscated. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that is why John Reed wants a state of emergency because it'd be an excuse for him to start drinking again. A texting his exes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he got laid it? a bit, he wouldn't be so evil. Didn't he? <laughs> it's just pent up aggression. Well, Are you volunteering? Story, wasn't <laughs> so, oh no. I, I'm not sure. I, I, I'd probably, you know, wank him off. <laughs> yeah, for the good of the country. <laughs> John Reed, if you're listening, you're a man of the people, man. <laughs> it was a choice between stop and quiz, and you know, having to wash my hands a few times with some antiseptic. <laughs> so maybe John Reed should start drinking again. That's my that's <laughs> my solution to that. Jacob, what would you like to say? Well, uh, the thing is, you can only declare a state of emergency if there's a threat to the life of the nation, and, and I'm trying to work out what this threat is because, like, even if. Okay, a couple of bombs went off. Life would pretty much carry on as normal. So, so what's the threat to the life of the nation? You'd want there to be a much more thorough bombing campaign. You're <laughs> 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 four or five bombs, I and then say I want it. I wouldn't say I want it. But you're no. just quite daring, do though, aren't you, Jacob? You're like fucking bring it on. I don't care. <laughs> a few bombs, yeah. Well, you do you drink, Jacob? <laughs> Um, I, I do and will continue to do You that. see, that's why you're a nice person, because you haven't given up the booze. Carry on drinking and living in Brixton. I intend and, uh, to. But, yes, thank you very much for a lovely question. That was marvellous. Should we take somebody else's? Oh, look at that boy there. Cheeky. In oh, your little hooded top. Is it hooded? Oh, no, it's just no, a tracksuit no, top. No it's like a proper old-fashioned PE teacher's tracksuit top. Yeah. It instills fear into you. You're so flirting. Sorry, I just... Do a question time like this. That's all right. Come on, then, Cheeky. Hello, uh, Cheeky, let's have your question. Hi. What's, what's your name, Cheeky? Uh, my name's Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hi. 
I was just wondering if the uh, I was just wondering if the panel saw that uh, there was an item in the news this week about uh, a Burmese python in Florida that um, ate uh, the alligator, and apparently this is because people have been releasing the Burmese python into the uh, alligator's habitat, and uh, the python's becoming the main predator. And I was just wondering if the panel was worried about. Uh, Irresponsible pet owners. That's a brilliant question, if I might say so. I hadn't heard that, that story. Was, and where are you, sorry, where are you from, Kevin? I came tonight from Hendon. From Hendon, yeah, because you don't want to say you where you're originally from. Where are you from? Colorado. That's fine. We love Coloradans. It was uh, Mork, Mork and Mindy. Yeah. That was Colorado, yeah, wasn't it? they live next door. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Pam Dorber, she's great. What's she doing now, Pam? Is she all right? Uh, she's married with three children and... Uh, oh, that's not... Send her our love when you get I back will. to Colorado. Thank you. <laughs> There we go. So that's it. Yeah, I mean, I did see the story about the Burmese python. I think what you've done there is you've made it a lovely wildlife question about predators and things being released into the wild. All I thought was, fucking hell, that's amazing. A, sp a snake exploded, right? And it was eating the crocodile. And then they found... They did it actually explode? Yeah, totally. They found the remains, right? <laughs> it, it totally did, right? They declare a state of emergency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe no, not, not, not enough people were at An alligator and a python on top of The snake exploded. Yeah, they, I think I'm right, aren't I, in saying this? They, yeah, they, 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 all they, they found a python who had been eating... A, was it a crocodile or an alligator? I've forgotten already. Alligator. It was an alligator. I don't even know what the difference is. One of them fits inside a snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, this poor snake was unfortunate enough. It ate the, yeah, and they found the remains, and it was basically an exploded snake, and its head had come off as well, they weirdly. They never found the head. They've, no, they've not found the head, but they just found, yeah, half a, a python with an alligator inside it. and it Was the alligator dead? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Do you reckon that's because somebody like, flushed a baby alligator down the toilet, regretted it instantly, like, I, I know how to get this, <laughs> flush a python down? <laughs> <laughs> Some very expensive version of the old woman who followed a flight. I don't quite know what the question was. What was the question? I'm Irresponsible pet owners. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I, wasn't, I, I was just looking at your eyes. Um, <laughs> 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 well, I know. Yeah, it's irresponsible pet ownership. You've got a dog. <laughs> and you're incredibly irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. The snake thing, really, the, I do have that sort of over fertile imagination where every so often I think, well, the, I've read some horrible story where snakes come through cisterns. Mm. And, and is that, does that actually happen? It happens all the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah. Spiders come through your telephone. I don't care about spiders. <laughs> I don't mind spiders. I have a problem with snakes. Oh, spiders are freaked me out more than a snake. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Snakes can do so much more damage. No, they can't. Spiders can scuttle. Snakes just go and look at you. I once got emailed a tiger. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now that's it? irresponsible. You could have something like a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> or a ground part of a tiger. That's yeah. what you normally get. Yeah, I am quite potent right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Is that why you want to jerk off John Reed? <laughs> uh, I can't control the effects. <laughs> Who's got? Have you? You haven't got pets in your house, oh, God, do you? No. No. No, not, not not welcome ones. No. <laughs> we were invaded by squirrels. <laughs> Baby squirrels. I wasn't knew. there for that time. <laughs> but they had um, squirrels that used to come in and with no fear of humans at all. You have to kind of give them something to climb to get... OK, that sounds wrong. You should, basically, you have to like, have the hoover with the full extension, have them climb it, and then carry the climbing squirrel back out into the garden and let it go up a tree. Your house is so weird. <laughs> yeah. It is like the magic faraway tree. You just entice them in to try and get them to do the housework. You've seen that advert, haven't you? Eventually, the squirrel got tired of being used as an ashtray. <laughs> 
I, I was I was at school for four years in the Middle East when I was growing up, and one of the girls in my class was the sheikh's daughter, and they used to have this menagerie of pets just floating around the palace, and they had a snake, and they also had flamingos, and one of the, one of the flamingos broke its leg, so the vet had put a plaster cast on it and left it in the bath in the bath. And she came into school heartbroken one day because they'd found the snake with the plaster cast oh. still inside because it'd eaten a flamingo. They're very ambitious really snakes, aren't they? <laughs> I just sometimes, you know, I mean, I sometimes look at a particularly large pizza and go, I think I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if I can dislocate my jaw to get it in. <laughs> get a plaster cast on a flamingo <laughs> to all the other pets sign it. <laughs> when I went to Dubai, and I always thought this was a myth, but I genuinely did see there was some, some guys on the plane with uh, birds of prey. And they're allowed to bring them on the plane, but they're hooded. And it's that really they're, they're scary, aren't they? Really fucking terrifying. My dad's mate brought one round to the house when I was little. And my mum, like, this big bird came in, sitting on the guy's arm, was like, hiya. <laughs> I was like, my mum goes, typical Scottish house, does it want anything to eat? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, have you got any frozen chicken? So mum went to the freezer and got my frozen drumstick as this falcon just ripped it to bits. And I sat there having nightmares for about three months. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take another question from somebody? Anybody excited about asking anything? So, oh, that gentleman there. What's your name, sir? Uh, David. Hey, David. Thank you very much. For I live in Kent. Kent. Um, oh, and how do you feel about Kent? It's fine. It's okay. Fine. Sorry yeah, about no me problem. and Jacob. No, no, it's fine. Whereabouts in Kent? Orpington. Oh, I used to go out with a girl from Orpington. Small world. Yeah. How old was she? Well, <laughs> 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 oh, imagine. Yeah, it's Dave's There sister. are a lot of pregnant teenagers in, or- in Kent. Don't anyway. know. Um, <laughs> it's not. Use dog work. <laughs> Dave, what should I wanted to say this from this? Since um, Blair got on with Bush so well, how do you think? Gordon will get on with Bush. Gordon I'm not sure whether I want them to get on. I don't think that's yeah, necessarily right. a good thing. I mean, the last time President of America and the Prime Minister got on, many hundreds of thousands of people died unnecessarily. And everyone uh, hates us now. I mean, look at Eurovision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I think is the forgotten casualty of the war. I think it is. <laughs> so if maybe Let's the next president here. of America was Scooch. They put a lot of effort into getting the routine just right. I know. Only for tactical voting to count them out. Because of hundreds Eastern of thousands Europeans. of unnecessary deaths. <laughs> that, that is why the Americans would never... Like Eurovision, even though like Israel's in it and things like that, it would never go to the States because no American can... I don't think. And it, American anchorman and American viewers couldn't really cope psychologically with the phrase, and Finland beat America today <laughs> in the... Insert anything there. There's no... It'd be worth letting them in just to hear that, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they'd try really hard, though, know, wouldn't they? Because the thing is, they'd care more than... They'd care. Because the Europeans really care about it. The Eurovision Song Contest, we were like, oh, it's a big laugh, it's not going to be fun, but they were a real... You know, the Serbian girl that won... She and that's cared. a real heartfelt care. We were all yeah. like, ah, we were being funny. Yeah. <laughs> we the Chinese we were will start out. working on whatever drug improves Eurovision performance. <laughs> like, Eight-year-old girls. Training camps from the age of six, getting these girls whisked away from their family and Lovely. trained up to be really good at ripping a skirt off. <laughs> and that'll be the Chinese eight-year-old entry. <laughs> Can we not get Johnny Candon excited, please? Let's just move on. <laughs> we were both 15. <laughs> 
I think we might end on the fact that Johnny Cannon <laughs> is an underage sex pest. He's been sexposed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a, a lovely end to the show, ladies and gentlemen. You have been gorgeous people, and uh, we are going to end there. If you'd like to take part in our programme, go to our website at guardian.co.uk and you can find out how to get hold of your free tickets. So do send us any questions that you'd like the panel to answer. Um, our thanks to you, the audience, especially to all the lovely people who ask questions, and to our panel, Wendy Wayson, Nick Doody, Matt Kirsten and Johnny Candon, to our script associate, Paul Powell, and to our producer, Frank Sterling. Guardian Unlimited.